What up, party people, and welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. And nobody dropped any nuts on the floor. Coincidentally, Tiffany's going to leave us for a second. This is a show where we take comic books from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and if there's a comic book movie that comes out, we also review that, and then we also talk about topics of the day, the most pressing issues in the comic book landscape, and kind of break them down for a few minutes. But also, we give recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. So it's a full, fully robust show. Uh, I am very excited about this one because we're talking about the return, sort of, not really, of the in uh, Ultimate Universe. Uh, so, yeah, and more or less the return of Jonathan Hickman. Uh, yeah. Though he never really left. You know, he, he did the X-Men, he left to do Substack, but he also did that 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 long ass uh word you know uh what's what's that web yeah webtoons type <laughs> uh wolverine comic and uh mm-hmm. you know so he's always been working for marvel at some point or another uh-huh. but yeah. yeah he's back in a big bad way changing things up right before he sets magic on fire because i know he's doing that whole thing Dude, as well listen it's just you know he's he's he knows what he's doing yeah yeah it's one of those things where it's like i trust him mm-hmm. uh but yeah so uh first of all how you doing um good yeah it's raining outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I put a comment in the chat, guys, but as a heads up, there's a storm. It's been going on for a while. It makes our internet not so great sometimes. So bear with us, hiccups. but we wanted to do the show anyway. That's right. And uh, this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's show by using Super Chats. Ask a question or comment. We'll put it out here on the show. Like these fine people right here, uh, such as Bryce uh, Harriet, who says Titans and Flash are great. Enjoying the ride. Uh, I myself forgot to read Titans. Uh, so I uh, apologize in advance for that. Uh, I am looking forward to Flash when it's written by Cy Spurrier. I haven't read the other yeah. one yet. Uh, so that's coming out. And uh, Dan V900, who says, what a great cliffhanger for Superman. Then to be continued in August with the Superman annual and Superman 6 in September. Why Night Terrors? Why? I know Williamson is doing it, but I hate it. Well, uh, I myself think the idea is kind of cool, and I'm looking forward to Night Terrors. Uh, I loved the concept art. I really liked the uh, the little preview in Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I myself am loving the momentum for Superman uh, that's been going on right now, thanks to Williamson, um, I don't mind a respite. Okay. Superman's not one of those books where I'm like, oh no! Maybe they realize that, though, that like sometimes uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And they're like, if we like give you a rest, like, yeah. when Superman you know, returns to for the next chapter of a story to the story be, you were reading be more excited for it yeah i don't think that's don't usually think how that's it works it but uh, i certainly but maybe they know. should do that right for some characters yeah not no. batman though uh no never no. batman yeah but batman Batman's you don't get a night off never k-n-i-g-h-t it's a long night that's right uh but yeah so uh let's jump into some books that are com- that uh that came out this past okay. week uh obviously i skipped a few um because i've been i've just been busy but um I mean, you know, so I'm sad. I, I won't be able to talk about Incredible Hulk or Titans, but I can mention uh, Wonder Woman 800, which uh, I didn't read all of. It was, uh, of course, written by a host of people, including Blake, Becky Cloonan. Uh, but the reason to check it out was because it featured the debut of Trinity, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman's future daughter. And uh, it had a, a little backup, a little story yeah. that is kind a of little, a, a little, taste. A, a little uh, to whet your appetite for the Tom King Wonder Woman run. And, uh, and also to introduce you to the Trinity character and understand who she is, or mm-hmm. at least get an idea about her personality. Right, right. Uh, and, uh, and the world, you know, she's got the three lassos. What's that all about? And uh, King doesn't hold her hand with the story. He doesn't, like, really outright explain the three lassos. Um, because why would he? That's, because why would that's he? the point. That's the whole point. Exactly. Or it's not. And you just be like, who cares? Right. I mean, at the end of the day... You're like, reading it for three lassos? Yeah. Why? Well, well why, why? How could you care about, 
you know, the future, like I saw, you know, it's like we there, the Trinity, the story is like they go into a cave. They each have to, uh, that is to say, the Trinity have to deal with not Trinity yourself, but the Trinity, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, have to go and deal with different trials uh, that are also reflections of their own uh, insecurities or fears. You know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, John, Damien, and Trinity yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they do. And, you know, it's like, how can you say that they're written out of character if they don't really have any character to begin with? Um, you know, Damien behaves like a, like an adult Damien. Obviously, he's wearing his nightmares uh, mm. outfit for Batman. And, uh, you know, I guess if you're interested in that, that's that's fun. Uh, Clayman did the art and it looks great. Uh, Clayman is clearly like Tom King's favored collaborator. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and and I can see why. Um, overall, their dynamic is uh, combative. OK. But I mean, how many pages is it really? I mean, like, like 10 yeah, or so, less. I think it's probably eight. Yeah, no, it's, not, it's it. not quite a like a full issue. Yeah. So, you know, it's just it's a little sample. Exactly. But it does give you an idea about like how they behave with each other and mm-hmm. what the Justice League might look like. Has, and... has Damien like chilled out? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. He's certainly me- he's mellowed a bit. But okay. uh, but that's Tom King's t- Damien. I don't know. I'm not very familiar with 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 his interpretation of Damien at oh, all. So all right. uh, it could be. But uh, yeah. Oh, was it Sam Pear? Sorry. Oops. Anyway, uh, the other thing was like getting an idea about who Trinity is as a person. And uh, she is really like uh, she's abrasive in her own way. Uh, and, you know, uh, not 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 afraid to like point like to call things as she sees them. OK, got some severe Cora vibes. <laughs> All right. Uh, not not to disparage Cora necessarily, but uh, yeah, I got some serious Cora vibes. Okay. Like, you know, kind of like a. You know, I'm I'm up here. I figured this all out. Yeah. I've really got a leg up on the situation. If you doubt me, that means there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, okay. So we'll see how that how how fun that is. Okay. Uh, as it regularly goes through, it's gonna be weird though, because it's like, oh, I'm introducing this whole new version of Wonder Woman, this daughter of Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be in a run about Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, but it won't be about her being a mother. It'll be about her in her prime, and then like i guess split up between her and her and her, and her daughter and okay. it's kind of like oh how fun will that be how will you achieve what you want to talk about wonder woman herself if she's gonna be overshadowed by this other character mm. who you're essentially reinventing you know from whole cloth mm-hmm. uh for me it didn't make me excited it made me a little concerned oh i was like okay oh lizzie's not like Mm. okay you know like when i first met cora i was like oh okay okay you're right and it was like the people around her that made people like that universe mm-hmm. and uh yeah there we'll see we'll see you know i mean i'll read the first issue of course but... no i'm gonna read the first three issues at least okay i don't know where the hell i'm gonna get them because my comic book store stopped ordering new books but you know We'll get another comic book store, no problem. Gonna have to do that. It's always another comic book store. <laughs> I uh, hope <laughs> that's true. Uh, but well, yeah, what do you? Uh, what about you? Um, but just really quickly, I want to mention that I read Saga number sixty-five this week. Yay! Um, great cover. Uh, man, that used to be on my pull list. <laughs> yeah, back when we had a comic book store. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I have to buy this digitally. I have to get this now. Yeah, it'll break my run. Oh yeah, that's right. I gotta go get the. Uh, yeah, I've gotta go get it. Ugh, Thankfully, uh, Saga isn't what it once was, and. So you can just, no, you the can just, book is what it once was. Yes, but the the, the, the the momentum is is gone. No, I feel like the the that people forgot about it and maybe it got too big. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you'd call it. I don't know what the But like I still think the the 
quality of the story is, is still, still as good still as great. it was. Um, so yeah, the book's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, Fiona Staples and Brian K. Vaughn. And I'll be honest with you, this one read fast and partially because I was like speed reading through it because I was afraid something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I love when that happens. Uh, I hate it, but I love it. And that's, a, like, that's, a, that's the mark of a fantastic comic book. To the end of that issue to find out if one of two things I thought was going to happen. One of them did. And the yeah. other thing that I definitely didn't want to have happen did not happen. So oh, yay. All right. Good. I'm cool. not going to really go into it too yeah. much from there. But like I was there was a point where I was like, oh, <gasps> <gasps> OK, yay. Whew. Maybe Which I'll I hate it. doing. I really, really like to like take my time with that book. But like I, I just I couldn't wait. Yeah, I, I just couldn't wait to get to the end of it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, good. So, I'm glad it's still good. <laughs> it still can do that to me. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kenny Porter and Yohoni Lindsay uh, continue to do Superboy Man of Tomorrow, which I mentioned that I read a while back, I think like a week ago, mm-hmm. and now it's out physically. Uh, I think I must have read it digitally uh, through the app. But uh, okay. yeah, Superboy's uh, little uh, cadre of cosmeteers uh, have been revealed to be maybe not as up on on the up and up as they claim to be. Who'd have seen that coming? Uh, but you're also you're obviously on this journey for like the six issue. I think is this what happens when you put the like something of tomorrow that you have to go to space you must go to space i mean the thing is i don't know i mean like i think superboy man of tomorrow was pitched as like a a infinite frontier book back Mm -hmm. in the day like pre-dawn of dc so maybe it was and maybe that was the idea Mm -hmm. like all all boys and girls get to be men and women of tomorrow when they go to space. when they go and they have to go to space in order to do it yeah uh, but yeah, you know, Connor is 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 Connor. He's looking to prove himself. He's got his clearly he's like trying to replicate his like young justice team. Uh, and I'm kind of like, I love this and it's a really fun story. But I wish like, you know, because Titans is obviously like the premier Justice League book of the uh, of the hour. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really leave a lot of room for young justice to kind of uh, come to the fore, mm-hmm. which I think is a mistake. And I don't think that's true. Uh, but I think if you're going to like look for John, I'm sorry for Connor to uh kind of recapture what they had but in the in the best way possible because like you know why is it if a character invented in the 90s wants things to be the way they were that's like stuck in nostalgia but we're all down every like 10 years for the justice league to like renew their roster every like every time right you know i i think that's that's not fair you know Mm -hmm. but uh yeah it's uh it's a fun book if you like connor keep reading it uh otherwise you know just just ignore it uh, world's finest batman superman world's finest is an incredible series mark wade dan mora it is uh the best biggest book that uh, i'm not hearing anything about but i will tell you this feels like a massive story like right. th- this is really fun and the art has never been better like dan mora is at the top of his game okay like he I is mean, really obviously once in future is uh just... <laughs> is a league unto itself <laughs> but this this book has this book has never looked better than it has in this issue and in this run uh, which is a run that you would never expect. Like it's a thing that if it weren't for Mark Wade and it wasn't for Dan Mora and it wasn't for the Batman Superman title, like it, this is like a crazy cool, awesome Justice League book okay. that also is not afraid to do some like deep cuts without holding your hand or explaining anything. You right. know, like a linchpin of this story is Doctor Tomorrow, and it's just kind of like if you don't know who that is, you know, just uh, just control T and whip up a little Wikipedia about Doctor T tomorrow. You know, like right. figure it out. But it's it is a masterclass in comic books and DC comic books in particular read this series that's great i i feel like it's funny because it's like mark wade obviously has a, a fairly illustrious past mm-hmm. writing dc 
books. Yes. Um, and you know, he's, you know, he's had some other hit or miss stuff for me from, from Marvel and stuff. Absolutely. But I feel like now it, it's, it seems like sometimes folk forget some of the bigger things that he's done. And so like, you know, he's maybe not like the superstar style writer no. that he maybe should be for yes. considering again, his like bibliography. Yeah. Um, and so I could see people kind of sleeping on this one because like, as much as like anyone who sees Dan Mora's art, typically is like wow that looks good yeah even if it's not your favorite style like you you you, you get at least it, acknowledge like, you appreciate you know the skill that goes into creating it so you yep. think this would this book would be on a lot of people's lips yeah yeah uh, especially because batman's involved <laughs> right i will say I, I think it is selling well now that's great like it wasn't when we were first talking about it and i'm very happy to hear that maybe it's it's rising i haven't heard great things but i've heard you know as far as like sales wise but i have heard that people are actually it's it's finally on people's radar. That's great. No, that's excellent. I mean, this is 16 issues in, and I feel like overall you've had nothing but positive things to it's say never, about this it's, issue. It's never had a bad title. issue. No, this book has never had a bad issue. Mm -hmm. uh, Tamara Bond villain is also doing an amazing job with colors. So I think she did once in future. Yeah, no, she 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 works a lot with Mora. So yeah, that's makes great. sense. She's incredible. Don't break them up. Yeah. Uh, and Superman number five, Josh Williamson, Jamal Campbell. Uh, this is a straight up like romance issue, kind of. I mean, it's not really. It's su uh, Silver it's a Banshee. Great cover. The, the, this this series is uh, chock full of great like, writing, awesome art, and fantastic covers. This is like this is a cover that you'd see on the wall and be like, "What is that?" Yeah. Well, I got to pick this. I up. mean, this is just clever. It's just clever. It's, it has like a classic mm -hmm. feel to it, but yeah. you know, with like a modern graphic sensibility. Absolutely. No, Silver Banshee's really cool. been strong armed by uh, the evil clandestine and uh, mad geniuses who are looking to get uh, revenge on Lex Luthor, mm. uh, who is now aware that Lex Luthor and Superman are working together. And uh, so Silver Banshee is like threatened, you know, uh, if you don't do this for us, mm -hmm. uh, we'll just, we'll kill everyone you love. Turns out, uh, coincidentally, she is in love with and living with Jimmy Olsen. And so, um, you know, oh no, don't, don't punch her, Superman. I love her. <laughs> uh, and just ranked up to 11. It's a, <laughs> but delightful uh, battle. And like, it's fun to watch Superman, like, reluctantly fight someone but not in that way where i'm like i'm sorry i have to punch you so hard no he's like how are we going to solve this problem and then like you know lex corp comes in or super corp comes yeah. in and they're like we've got these weapons that have been invented by lex luther they're going to stop her and Superman's like, great give them to me and then he destroys them and he's like we're yeah. going to figure this out ourselves and he and jimmy like use the power of love uh and phantom zone to resolve her problem uh but not in the way you think and uh it ends with a cute little double date I and maybe the murder of lex luther Oh my! So, I, yeah. I feel like I need to check this out. Yeah, it's funny because Silver Banshee is one of those characters where, like, you see them. And I'm like, she looks cool. She does. I don't know anything about her. Like that. Like you, I see her in the background of like big villain shots. You see, yes. I think she's in one of the animated series. She is definitely. You, you know she's I mean? utilized the anime in every animated. She just series. shows up, and I'm like, looks great. Yeah, love that design. Right? I I am a sucker. Four H is a black and white design. Yeah, I'm a. Sucker That's interesting for that. because it's also a moon based character that Josh Williamson invents for the story, and uh, in a previous issue, I think issue one or two, uh, and she's also black and white. So you know, uh, but great book, uh, not a bad issue. Jamal you... Campbell, another one of those artists. Oh that, yeah, you know, are... people are lucky to have him. Yeah, incredible, incredible artist. Mm -hmm. um, always surprised that they're not on more books. I know. I think it's just because he's just. He, he he needs the time mm -hmm. you know i think it's just like if you take away the time from jamal campbell and give him too many books he, he it would hurt him yeah i just assume that that's true what about you what are you reading um what am i reading i checked out uh let's talk about ghost rider all right that would be howard mackey's danny catch ghost rider number two yeah you know i was gonna at least open that up howard mackey uh daniel picciotto picciotto i this guess one. Now, for me I, I reading this particular issue i was like 
I wish they got in text. Yeah, it's weird they just didn't. Like, I, I, not that there's anything wrong with this art, because there's nothing wrong with this art. Yeah. You know, it fits for the tone um, of a ghostwriter story, of Danny Ketch ghostwriter story, of a Howard Mackey ghostwriter. It all works. Yeah. It all works 100%. But just, you know, there's just some moments where I was like, hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Because uh, this one, if you were like, listen, if you're craving old Howard Mackey stories. Yes. You're looking for old 90s comics. Just get this book. Just bi- just buy this just book. Just get this book. Because you, Blackout shows up in it. I was like, okay. Really? Sure. Cool. And then Scarecrow shows up in it. I'm oh. Like, of course. Well, he's a, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, why not? Right? Like, And no, folks, there is a Marvel Scarecrow. There is a Marvel Scarecrow. And he looks a lot like the one from DC. Yeah, except he wears green. He wears green, though. He wears green, and he doesn't have a hat. No hat. But he has a big sack over his face. I mean, how many I mean, variants like, on Scarecrow? I feel like it must be hard to go to the patents or the like, you know, copyright commissions and go like, I'd like to copyright the character Scarecrow. What does he look like? A Scarecrow. That's too broad. Yeah, that's too I'm broad. Sorry. You can't own that. Everyone can have a Scarecrow. <laughs> you know, Harbinger can fight Scarecrow. Um, but yeah, like I, just those two characters showing up with Danny Catch there. Um, Danny Catch, even when like um, Blackout attacks, mm-hmm. he's in the city, he's, on, he's hanging out with Stacy. Um, city goes dark, she goes running off to help people because, of course, she's a cop. We keep mentioning that because, <laughs> because we gotta repeat, repeat ourselves. Um, but he trips over some people and he falls down, <gasps> and I'm like, Yes, chef's kiss right there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Danny Catch just fell down. I mean, he did trip over people and it was very dark. Yeah, but... But classic Danny Ketch for yep. me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, there's a lot of good stuff going on in, in this in terms of that type of book. Yes. That type of book, 100%. Right. Like, yes. Like, mm-hmm. is this like... Uh, like Eisner award-winning content? Probably I'm not. not. I, I'm not on any boards. I yeah. don't know. I, don't, I can't nominate I, it, so I can, no. I don't know. Um, but... It, it satisfies a very specific itch for me, you know, mm-hmm. where I'm just like every once in a while, I'm like, <laughs> want to go hang out with Danny Ketch. Yeah. And just see and have him be cool looking. Yeah. And have him be cool. Because admittedly, he's cool looking in this. Yeah. Yeah. But I see what you mean. I mean, like, not that. Yeah. The, the thing is. It's not that it's bad. It's just not text. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. Like text, you know, text was text in, the, in like 1991. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's I time for a new text. Yeah, that's fair. You know, not to not to disparage text. I think he's no, doing. I, I'm sure he's I, fine. I totally but get I, you. But I, I, at least they didn't. And not to disparage Todd Nock. But I'm glad they didn't just get Todd Nock. Because that's what they like to do. And they're like, we got to do a throwback. Let's just get Todd Nock and draw this. It's right. like. Dude, you know, give him some space and let Todd just do something really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, but I feel bad whenever he's, like, doing a throwback book. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, yes, I get it. Right, right, you, right. You right. want it to look like a certain thing. But, you know, he could draw other things and it would look cool <laughs> and not just like a retro book. Um, but I think, that we, we, you know, there is no shortage of artists out there who could work on the comic book monthly schedule and still be able to draw a convincing skeleton. It's really important. It's super important. Um, someone in chat asked if, uh, like, but do, do people leave in this book? Mm. Uh, during the fight with Blackout, the, the fight kind of comes to a conclusion and Blackout uh, attacks Danny and then, like, leaves. Just, just runs he away. He leaves the fight. He's like, oh. That's what he does, man. That's what he does. I'll be back. I'll see you later. Yeah, see you next issue. But, like, for now, run away. This one, like, the first one was like, I felt like we were getting our feet wet. This one, I was like, we're hitting a lot of those hallmarks. Yeah. Someone's just got to steal his motorcycle. The motorcycle does, it's parked elsewhere. We get one of those, like, at the same time, like, one of those kind of caption balloons. Like, meanwhile, this is happening right now. And the motorcycle, of course, comes to life on its own. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, like, so we yeah. get all a bunch the of women show up and take it. <laughs> I hope so. Um, but 
this just, like I said, it, it is it for a very specific reason to read this comic. Yeah. And that reason is because you remember these books. But is it canon? I don't know. Like, is it is it now or is it then? Um, it, it has to be then because it he's still be Danny. Them. I, I think Danny's ghost yes. riding. Yes, I think it has to be then also because he's Blaze, but we'll see because like Scarecrow shows up to attack Blaze mm -hmm. at the circus, you know. Ah, because he's Blaze, right. This is Blaze. Um, but yeah, so. Fair. For me, I'm like, I just I just like it. I just yeah. like this book and I don't recommend it for everybody. <laughs> I really don't. Certainly because not. it's like, you're going to jump into this and be like, what the hell is even happening? Mm -hmm. Now, this is for like, if you kind of knew about that or if you have interest in it, if you're interested at all in Johnny Blaze and what he, or not Johnny Blaze, uh, well, he's in it, but Danny Catch, <laughs> what, you what know, he's up to what he was up to back then and what he was like back then without having to track down older issues yeah this could be a good opportunity to find out if you like this style of storytelling because mm -hmm. storytelling sensibilities have changed over time absolutely you know so right that's 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 what i got i i, I hear you uh i read um nightwing number 105 uh from tom taylor and bruno redondo uh and it is pretty redondo i gotta tell you this is uh the book is called you are nightwing and uh, it it is Nightwing is and it, Batgirl team up and they fight a pair of like twins who is, are actually. Is hmm? it from our POV? Yes. And uh, they 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 go and it turns out that the twins have been separated and one has been kidnapped and actually like Heartbreaker, whatever the hell this new villain is, who's, uh, who's been peppered throughout this run uh, is, you know, uh, retconned into being a bully that Dick Grayson dealt with when he was a kid, but also is a evil corporate like stooge who is trying to uh, force a government into accepting his vaccine for a disease that he is responsible for. Blah 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 blah. Who cares? The point is to look at this book because it's freaking great looking. Uh, and as you can see, because I got it pulled up here, yeah, like, the yeah, entire yeah. book is told from Nightwing's point of view and you get occasional glimpses because he'll be like near a wind a window right. or a mirror that shows you what it's like to be nightwing and it's the kind of thing where like i remember this happened i think uh, nick darrington did it in the uh in, in the batman universe uh series and one of the i think it was the first issue and the first page mm -hmm. uh darrington did this and uh but he didn't carry it over through the whole damn issue and this one is the whole issue where we just showcase Nightwing being Nightwing POV the whole time. That's... And uh, it's absolutely worth picking wow. up just, just to, just to experience what it's like. Cause it really is essentially you are in his, like in the driver's seat. Um, you also get some fun interplay between Barbara and Nightwing. Obviously like there's been some history between like, you know, one of the villainesses in Nightwing and Barbara is Batgirling while they're doing this. And you're kind of like, it could be, um, wow. Yeah. Right. It could be used to elicit cheapness and cheap romantic nonsense. Mm -hmm. Like I'm mad at you. And then she's mad for like three issues. And then they triumphantly get back together and you're just like, huh. but it's, it's not because they're in a stable relationship. Mm -hmm. um like it's just so incredible to see like that level of maturity expressed through your characters right uh and in the story that should be like a triple a book mm -hmm. um but yeah uh wow <laughs> <laughs> i'm just showing the book uh to tiffany as we're doing this but uh yeah man it's it's a good series and uh this issue in particular is just like this is why bruno redondo is who he is <laughs> 
you know what? There's like part of me that's like, just do that all the time. And I'm like, no, that's what makes you it can't special. do it all the that's time. What makes it special. You, you have this one physical? I don't, but I need to go pick it Please up. Please do. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Wow. What I a know. great, great issue. Yeah. What a fantastic issue. Oof. Uh, you know, let's read a couple super chats. While we're, while let's we're do that. Prepping for that. Uh, Ray Farr uh, says, comic pop, woo. After watching your Soul of the Hunter episode, I finally picked it up at my used bookstore for $5. Nice. Love Spidey in the snow. Me too. I love seeing superheroes in the snow. I don't know what it is, but maybe it's uh, some of Tiffany's Arctic horror love <laughs> bleeding over. I think it's because when they're in the snow, their costumes are brighter. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. 60 second comic <laughs> facts. Absolutely love the DC made characters in the office canon in the new Nightwing issue. I didn't notice it, but I, I don't I don't care. They, it might have been in the elevator. I don't remember. Uh, it, Nikki, it probably was. I was just so enthralled. Yeah. Nikki Pool 415. Hey, guys, can you do a back on Spider-Man? Thanks. That's uh, a Spider-Ham. Oh, Spider-Ham, no. Uh, sorry. Matthew Chalaga, did you guys go to Comic-Con? Uh, what was it like with all those companies canceling more desolate or more pure? Um, I went to Comic-Con last year, and I didn't experience any interruption service if you're talking about the fact that like marvel and everybody isn't coming to san this diego. upcoming san diego yeah, it hasn't happened it yet. hasn't happened yet it comes out uh at, towards the end of middle of middle july, july. Uh, but we were at new york comic-con when every company pulled out remember when no yes. publisher was there yes yes, yes. it was during covid uh and uh, let me tell you something it was pretty empty except for saturday and sunday which were insanely crowded but no one was happy about it like right. nobody was going anywhere or trying to get anything uh it was an it sucked because no one used that as an opportunity like no i, I okay. didn't see any I, I didn't see like image go the image didn't go i disagree with that because i think what ended up happening if, if, if i recall correctly yeah um were not the biggest booths there, but like some, they started, they, they did some like moving around yes. of booths. And so some comic book sellers got to be further up. Yes. Oh yeah. No. So that was good. That, that was does cool. make it more pure. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it wasn't only that, like they didn't do more of that. They didn't they do more. A little bit of that. And, and they they're still going to make it like, they still want to make money. Absolutely. No, it was just, it to was less. It was just, it was, there was less <laughs> there. Yeah. Um, but there were still, a lot of people although the first two days there was a lot less mm -hmm. um but it was great opportunity to like talk to creators and stuff right and if they're pulling out that means that they're going to be scrambling now to sell those booths yeah and so it's either going to be it'll, it'll be interesting it'll to be see. a deal or not well or it'll be a deal for for a, a smaller group to to have a spot yeah or they're going to go to something that doesn't really belong there like they used to the cars and stuff mm -hmm. like that Ugh. or you'll see more like anime manga yeah move in. yeah if i were uh, any like publisher that wasn't marvel or dc at uh, going to san diego or thinking about it mm -hmm. i'd be like if i were skybound idw image uh dark horse you I mean, know, DC's I, still going to be there. I didn't think they were on the list of not going. I mean, well, I heard like, that that's their neighborhood. I heard that sort of. that DC and Marvel Studios were not going to be doing anything. I, I didn't know, know about that. publishers. I assume that DC will be there. And if they're not, then they're fools. Uh, Chocobo Kid says, I am here just to support you guys. Can't wait to hear Sal and Ultimate Universe coming back-ish, kind of-ish. Yeah, that's right. Tiffany's talking about it, too. Yay. James Anderson, uh, Wonder Woman 800 was my first single issue pre-order. Nice. Oh, my love of comics to comic pop. Thanks, Salentivity. Thanks, Jam Jameson. Appreciate it. It's awesome. Uh, Last Starfighter. Hey, Salentivity. Uh, I don't know if you guys are still interested in Valiant Comics, but Exo Man of War Unconquered has been fantastic. I read the first issue, and I was like, yeah, okay. And, um, you know, obviously, Liam Sharp on Exo Man of War is like, no, duh. That's a great idea. Uh, and it felt like a kind of like 
lost 90s book, but I did fall off of it um, because, you know, Valiant can't produce more than one book a year. Mm. Uh, Jug Comics. Hey, Sound Tiffany. Hope you guys are doing well. Just popped in. Did you guys check out the new first person Nightwing 105 issue? <laughs> yes, we did. Also, did you check out Edge of Spider-Verse 3 with more Spider-Boy? No, I did not. Uh, but I did hear that Spider-Boy is getting his own series, as says uh, Alex Sanchez. What the fuck? They just announced Spider-Boy is getting an ongoing LOL. Yes, he is. Spider-Boy is getting his own book. Uh, I would say to that, why? Uh, and uh, I did see uh, that uh, I went to some Comic-Con recently and I saw a number of issues of, uh, you know, Spider-Boy's first appearance selling for about 10 bucks, which um, is pretty modest. Mm. Uh, for a character that Marvel would really like to get going. And when I say Marvel, I mean Dead Slot. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't care less about Spider-Boy, uh, and I, I will continue to ignore it until it goes away. Uh, Christopher <laughs> until Seven. He, until he strings down and bites you on the hand, that's giving right. you Spider-Boy powers. Oh, no. All I, the powers of a regular boy and a spider. Yeah, boy. or I have the powers of the concept of spider boy, where like I will show up and someone will be like, this guy's really important. And people will go, I don't understand. And some folk will like randomly defend me, but like it will amount to nothing. Uh, Christopher Seven, Tiff, loving the hat. Did you guys read Nightwing 105? What'd you think about Tom Taylor and Bruno Rodondo doing fun things like this entire book? From Nightwing's perspective or 87 with a book that is an entire single take. It is. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're doing that, man. They're, that's that's the That was the idea. I appreciate them. Going for it. Going for it. You know, just not being you know being satisfied with the fact that they have made enough of an impact on this book that they're like okay now let's try a couple of things like yes. let's not go out of the gate and do that because then it feels like it's a stunt right but like let's let people know we know what we're doing with this book we know we're doing with these characters you know you trust us for art for writing mm-hmm. now we're gonna play with it a little exactly bit. And, and i wonder if it was redondo that was like i would like to do this <clears throat> and i think i can i have no doubt that redondo was definitely like i'm gonna try something yeah uh, I also wouldn't be surprised if Rodondo just did them and Tom Taylor's like, yay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> good. I really uh, picked a good partner. Uh, Paul Williams. Hello, sound. Tiffany. Hope you're well. Hello. You too, man. Thank you very much. I enjoyed the premise of the latest Nightwing issue. Otherwise I wanted to ask which heroes would you see? Uh, would you like to see first person perspective of, I think Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man's the first one. I mean, cause he swings so much and you know, yeah. It would just be like panel of the sky, panel of like Midtown, mm-hmm. panel of the sky, right. panel of Midtown. No, I've, <laughs> some, uh, some intrepid uh, filmmakers made a, uh, a really well done POV Spider-Man fan film recently. Okay. And it's pretty cool. And they used a drone. Uh, and then they superimposed a green screen, okay. like wet, like arms and stuff. Sure, sure. And I was like, what a good wow. idea. And it looks great. It's yeah. exactly what I want. That's great. Uh, Ardwit says, uh, Comic Pop Woo uh, picked up Ultimate Invasion on Comicsology. It was great. I loved it. Gotta ask, though, is nine bucks the usual for events? Because yeesh. No, it's not the usual, but it is how much it costs. And I, I don't understand why necessarily, but I do know that like a lot of people are upset, uh, at least in the, our comments, if not online. I actually didn't see much chatter about it one way or the other. I saw a little bit of comment on it on like Reddit, which can't mm. be, uh, can't be trusted. we can't be trusted. You can't use that as like a, as a benchmark for, for popularity. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it exists. By the way, my, my would be Dr. Strange. I'd like to see a first person. Oh, sure. That That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and chunky Jesus. <laughs> wait no uh your boy chips ahoy says can't wait for d-dubs doing transformers is there any chance you'll cover the first couple of issues keep popping from the free world yeah no no question uh we always cover uh daniel warren johnson's books at least the first issue or two mm-hmm. uh but transformers we're gonna see i'm gonna read it uh and as long as he and mike spicer on it i will read it uh chunky jesus hey sal tiffany been catching up on back issues and wow 
Why have I been sleeping on it? Curious if there's <laughs> ever been a thought to have Ben or Ethan housed an episode or if they do not read enough comics. Uh, thank you very much for checking out the show. Yeah, Welcome appreciate to the show. That. Here. Thank you. Uh, thanks for uh, doing the crossover from the main channel to this channel or yeah, vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're doing the thing. That's why we're that's why we're doing this. Um, we've talked about this before, but uh, since you're new, I will mention that uh, no, the, the guys don't keep up with comics enough. They don't have the lore and they don't have the, mm -hmm. the interest. Uh, neither Ethan nor Ben wants to host a show overall, uh, nor would they be able to answer questions. It wouldn't it would throw off the whole dynamic of the show. Um, but also it, it, it works out that they don't want to do it either way. Yeah. Um, and we only have Tiffany on to host the shows when she's like an expert on that topic or yeah. when she's like really excited about that particular book. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and the other thing is the only books that like Ethan or Ben would host would be like really fringe books that wouldn't get play anyway. They wouldn't be books I'd do. Right. Um, you know, like Ethan would only want to do Watchmen because it's the only book he really cares about. And Ben would only do books that like, he's read, which would be random stuff from mm -hmm. all over the place, like Fathom you know or uh we're not doing that which we're not gonna do uh close thing is gonna be this week yeah, which the, uh, you'll see on patreon.com slash pop tonight yeah yeah you yeah for me it's just things that i like know and you know yeah i've read there's only one time you assigned me a book i did that's not true i've i've, I've given you other books before. that was an assignment <laughs> i was right to do it <laughs> zaddy was right daredevil versus predator one day hopefully that's all i agree i want it all i want predator versus uh punisher predator versus daredevil predator versus spider-man predator versus the avengers predator versus iron man give it all do it all uh jay sage pop on can't stay long but love for the uk hey thanks a lot uh and cody stark two other first person po books would make a good gbu yeah that's a good point. yeah there aren't a lot of them if any that actually do the whole book that's why i think nightwing is really standing out for people i uh, bet we see more i hope we do but uh, you know the problem is it'll it, it makes it stale it will it will be yeah it won't be as uh as impactful exactly uh we've had and we've had jawan on the show he doesn't he, he doesn't live here so it wouldn't it wouldn't even be yeah uh, plus, it's my show. I, I'm not going to share with people. What are you talking about? Uh, Jay Sage grabbed Wonder Woman and Superboy last week. Born in the 90s, but always related to the Metropolis kid. King's Wonder Woman kind of started with a bang. We'll see. I uh, I, I hope you're right. We'll see. Uh, Jose, uh, hi, Salon. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Hello. Will you ever do the original Flashpoint from 1999 and back issues? Love your passion. I think so. Uh, it isn't. We do have the trade paperback, and I've considered it before, but that would be the, the third, fl fourth Flashpoint we've ever done on the show. I wonder because we've done Flashpoint, the one everybody knows, Flashpoint, Tales from the Dark Multiverse alternate version, mm -hmm. Flashpoint Beyond, the sequel to the original Flashpoint, and of course, we have now uh, the original, original Flashpoint from 99. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> and Paul Williams, all this Nightwing talk makes me wonder if you would ever cover more Nightwing on the couch one day. I would like to. It's just a question of me sitting down and reading it. I did have the, uh, the first run, um, and I was reading that a few months ago to prepare, and I was like... Okay. And I wonder, I wonder uh, if, if, if uh, he, if, if, you know, Nightwing would help us out or not. Mm. If we did, we'd have to do new, new order. I think people would like that. That's fair. And uh, if uh, you got an X-Men book. Yeah. Really quickly. I just want to talk about X-Force uh, 41 came out this week, written by uh, Ben Percy, Benjamin Percy, yes. uh, with art by Paul Davidson. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is that, uh, you know, Quentin's back is the future's messed up. we got to go to the future and fix it. Okay. Cause beast. You gotta come back with me. Yeah, you know, because a beast. Yeah, because a beast. Good. And um, you know what? Time travel, space, all that stuff. Very X Men. Yes. One hundred percent sure. Mm -hmm. Yep, we're we're gonna do a time travel. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Go to the future. Colossus, of course, comes with them. And um, he's an asshole. Which, which is like secret, secret, secret is, douche. Which is interesting because again, this is where like I had a moment where I was like, wait a minute, when is this happening? Mm -hmm. Because he's on the 
Council, council. The Quiet Council, and he's causing all kinds of problems right? over there, which makes me feel like either this. Right, but Ben Percy's on this, so he should be on the. You know, it should Wait, be which coordinated. Means this, could, this could have happened before that, which mm-hmm. means that he's not going to get fixed in this. No. Um, but um, you know, we get a little like intro where it's like it shows Beast like setting up his future, like this, oh. this future, which is pretty smart of him. He takes a whole bunch of his Beast clones and he like buries them in like wonders of the world essentially okay he, like buries one in stonehenge mm-hmm. and, like in the pyramids so these will be preserved he's like i'm playing the long game it's right. fine um so that's how it occurs that's how he gets there and i'm like okay cool you just one a couple pages answered it awesome yep. done moving on um obviously uh you know we we, we kind of sample a bit of the future you know there's like a krakoan planet and, mm-hmm. and all of that right um beast has infected krakoa so we get like krakoa beasts attacking oh, our, our crew um uh we meet deadpool of the future because deadpool made it mm-hmm. for like five thousand years in the future or whatever oh, he's wow. still i mean but he's deadpool you know? yeah okay sure whatever um you know we we, we talk about uh cerebrax <laughs> and there's something wrong with quentin so we'll have to figure that out as well like something sure. weird comes out of his mouth the, the takeaway for me in this issue though you know regardless of like you know creepy you know cerebrax looking tentacles coming out of quentin's mouth and him being like no i'm cool don't worry about it right don't sure worry about it. Mm-hmm. um was this really well paced quiet moment between domino and colossus yeah um which i was like oh cool like, I, so you need that break you need that yes like, you absolutely do moment um where colossus questions you know about beast and he's like you know because she's like she's like that's who he's been he's always been that like we just didn't know him and he's like but what if it's like what if he's dark beast mm-hmm. like what if it's that right and she's like we gotta stop making excuses for him like that's who he is that's what he's done so mm-hmm. he needs to pay for that and i love this conversation because i think colossus is realizing something is wrong with me yeah and uh because like supposedly his conscious subconscious knows yeah he tries to fight against it exactly and i think he's worried about if he'll be forgiven right <laughs> for something that was completely out of his control and so he yeah. that's why he's asking, maybe he's like, beast is out of he's control like, what, what if it's dark beast like would we forgive him would that right. be cool and she's like no mm. no and he's like okay okay well, fine good to know um so regardless of when this fits in good conversation like good solid page in there uh, of just like poor colossus yeah you know i, I don't envy the situation he's going to be in mm-hmm. post whatever happens with him yeah beast is one of those i wish they could just roll it back yeah really cool um but colossus i do really feel bad for him because like you know he's not in control of what he's doing mm-hmm. but he's seemingly aware of it so yeah you know th- this was a fine issue um i i really don't think i i feel like right now ben percy's not going to be allowed to do much with colossus mm. so we'll like, see, i don't know if we're going to get a payoff here i don't know I, you never know where these payoffs are coming but like i said fall of x is coming so yeah I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, Ultimate Invasion number one from Jonathan Hickman and Brian Hitch, uh, the man who kind of started it all, uh, except for, you know, Bendis. But uh, yeah, Ultimate Invasion. This is kicking off Jonathan Hickman's triumphant return to the uh, Marvel Universe proper and paying off a few things that have been set up uh, by him and uh, carried over by other uh, artists and writers who uh, are conspicuously absent from the story. Mm-hmm. Um, the maker... Uh, wants to go back and he thinks he's figured out a way to go back and so he uh makes his attempt uh at the expense of the rest of the marvel universe um and of course like you know the the uh the illuminati which i really appreciate them i was like back together uh, are like well we gotta deal with it and so uh they attempt uh to deal with it it's it's actually it's funny there's a lot of fantastic character interactions uh but Mm -hmm. 
overall, the maker wants to go back to the ultimate universe and then creates a new universe. And that's what happens. And also wants the, uh, the, the, the main Marvel universe to know it, mm. you know, like is that it's what personal for him. Yes. Okay. Well, and I think, what is the, what is the number for the ultimate universe? The ultimate universe is 1610. Okay. The number for the universe that we go to at the end it's of the story is 6161. 60. Six, yeah. 6160. Okay. So it's a whole new universe. Okay, okay. So it's not the ultimate universe. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would say that it is the reboot universe that they would have used <laughs> if they had rebooted after Secret Wars. Okay. Um, but I also don't think that uh, the things that take place, Maker wouldn't have been in charge of it, obviously. It's like a cracked mirror version of what they did at the end of Secret Wars, where like Reed Richards proper seeded the whole multiverse kind of like back to the way it was. Mm-hmm. And the Maker is making significant changes immediately in the form of preventing Peter Parker from becoming Spider Man. Right. Uh, right. And that's right. only in this other universe, 6160. Yeah. Uh, so, but he is creating his own uh universe or at least dictating it he's kind of like guiding it 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 it, it reminds me of um the idea of like how the 52 the new 52 universe was created where it's like it all starts from it's this universe and then we like screwed something right over here and so now it is like the crime syndicate or it's Mm. like cowboys and stuff and it's like just because but it but it all started from this original thing right Uh, right, but that's all speculation uh what did you think about the uh this issue overall you know like i i i've I've traveled to the ultimate universe via Spider-Man, but that was kind of it for mm-hmm. me. And then obviously when we did that whole secret wars thing, like yeah. we, we, we did away with it. Yeah. We, we, we dabbled into that. Um, but other than that, I'm not quite as familiar with the rest of the ultimate universe. Well, thankfully we haven't even seen it in this issue. <laughs> right. Right. But I'm like, so I reading this, I wasn't sure at times if I was missing out on something, Yeah, but that didn't, prevent me from enjoying this issue because yeah. Hickman is a consummate storyteller yes and um he definitely keeps you on your toes and yeah this book i you know is longer but and yet it's not because there's a whole bunch of like sketch stuff in the back like there's a significant amount of sketch stuff but mm-hmm. th- there is more story or more pages of story in here technically than you would yeah in a normal comic i don't know if that justifies the price tag but I, I, it read so fast. It did read like, fast. It read so fast for me. And then that's just his pacing. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're setting up, you know, the breakout. We're setting up, you, you know, we're getting so quickly to make her leaving the 616 universe. Yes. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> what? Okay, cool. And I, and I kind of love that because this story isn't what you might think it was about, where it would be like, we have to prevent him from doing blah. Mm-hmm. No, he's already doing blah. Yeah we need to figure we need to stop the rest of the chain reaction exactly because we see like a a hickman info page Mm -hmm. and we saw that in the beginning before what maker does the multiverse seemingly springs out of the 616 universe that the 616 universe is the birthplace of the multiverse yeah and then we see that after the maker does what he does the 6160 universe yeah is where the multiverse springs from or a multiverse i assume it's the multiverse though um, and I guess it's that he overwrote the previous universe. I don't know. Like, right. Like, did he, is this a new save file? Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> or did he save over? Um, yeah. And I love that it's about, or it surrounds Peter. Yeah. Like, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but so different. He's not, it, it's straight up, not the Peter of the ultimate universe. This is not ultimate Peter. This is a, this is a new version uh, a, a modern retelling of classic Peter. Mm-hmm. This is another like 
basically it's another attempt at an ultimate universe right if you started the ultimate universe today so here's here's a question he, he miles he goes to miles and like he tries to be like a good person yeah well he's, he's just them. offered he makes him an offer right right and and part of me is like miles why didn't you call anyone right um but he gives him that card he does and it's blank mm-hmm. and i'm like is it blank because somehow that will carry over oh yeah oh whatever no. he's the universe he's in and so when he looks at it again there'll be something on it uh-huh but how does that work? Right. I don't know. Hickman will tell us. Yes. Um, no, I thought this was really well done. Even if I wasn't 100%, if I was missing things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I love the Illuminati coming back together. Me too. Uh, you know, it's like the best worst idea ever. Yep. Um, to have that crew to, like, in a room together. Like, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. But it's also a horrible idea. What a horrible idea. Exactly. Plus, we also finally got the maker wearing his big helmet that Hickman invented and yes. Xavier wearing his, his big, big helmet, helmet yeah. that Hickman invented. And crap and hickman doesn't say or not hickman and, and maker doesn't say anything like you copied my helmet right <laughs> or, like your look right exactly like your look <laughs> yeah him wearing his like dark onesie uh-huh. with his helmet versus xavier wearing his dark onesie with his helmet exactly no it's funny um i like that you know hickman's like obviously we're gonna use Kirko and tech yep in hickman's version of this reed and um xavier can be in a room together mm-hmm I think they've gotten <laughs> they've they've grown past their right. uh, their miniseries, but yeah, it's you know a, a overall uh, you know it's an exciting beginning and mm-hmm. implies big change. My only problem here's my issue with what's like your, what's your issue? So I think if if X Men hadn't happened or if Secret Wars had meant more at the end, mm-hmm. I'd be really excited about this info page, right? Or concerned, right? Right? About right. this like six one six zero, you know, multiverse page. Um, you know, th- there'd be tons of speculation and discussion about like, whoa, does this mean that like the mul- the, the universe is over? Or, like what's going to happen? Right. And because I know that even like Hickman can fall, mm-hmm. even Hickman can be like co-opted. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really have any weight for me anymore. I'm kind of like, oh, OK, well, right. like, how are they going to make that make? How, how are they going to undo that? Yeah, well, I don't feel the urgency that X-Men felt or that even Secret Wars felt. Okay. I, I I enjoyed this and I re- I recognize how good this is and how fun this well, is, but I don't care. Yeah, you know I I think at times a, sometimes a story for me, it's less about like, like I I assume with this I'm like they're not gonna let this overwrite this forever. No, and I know that, and so instead it's about the mental gymnastics that Hickman will have to go through to make sure that that doesn't. Yeah, well, occur. and I think he knows it too, so it's like, oh, okay, well, then that'll be fun. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, no, I you're think right. when it's a lesser creator, though, it, it feels like, you're like, I know it's not going to mean anything, and they're mm-hmm. not going to, they're going to be lazy about how they fix it. Yes. And I hope that Hickman will not be lazy about it. He hasn't been as to, like, no. to date. Yeah. So for me, something that even if I know it's going to be fine at the end, presumably. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only four issues of this anyway, and yeah. I don't remember if there's any like tie-ins at all. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, it's going to be pretty self-contained, which also allows it to be whatever you want it to be. Sure. sure. Um, how did you feel about Brian Hitch's art? Because I know that's always a source of contention for people. Um, we did get, uh, we did lose power. Like I uh, said, we would. So before we uh, wrap up, I guess we should get into recommendations for comics that are coming out. Uh, suffice it to say, at the end of the day, uh, Ultimate Invasion was a success. I enjoyed the book. Tiffany enjoyed the book. I think it's a, I think it's a, a exciting new entry into the, uh, the the Marvel Comics world. It's an opportunity 
it's a real opportunity for Marvel to capitalize on people's nostalgia, but also to be excited again. It, it gives Marvel fans a permission to be excited, especially during a time Marvel kind of like screwed the pooch a little bit when it came to killing off, you know, characters that are getting movies in a few months. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's fine. I just don't have a lot of room for two people, but yeah, uh, I'm let, here. but yeah, let's just uh, we 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 lost power and then we got um, what do we do? We um, we lost power and then we got like uh, the generator came on yes, for the studio. There's no power. So there's no power. We've diminished power. So we were like, oh, we, there's not even internet. So anyway, uh, let's check. Let's jump into some recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out. Um, right off the bat, you know, I read the last issue of Amazing Spider-Man 27 and it was fine. I'll maybe check this one out. We'll see. Uh, but Green Hour number three is coming out. That one I'm excited about uh, because it's a good series. And if you like Green Arrow and you love the the family, you're going to enjoy that. Uh, She-Hulk number 14 uh, is also coming out. I've been reading this book since issue one, and I've been enjoying it well enough. So I think that's worth checking out as well. Uh, um, the Last Ronin, uh, it looks like I missed out the last four. The Lost Years number four is coming out. I haven't read the first three no, I did read the, I read, I read the first issue, and so I'll have to see if I want to check that out again. Um, Daredevil and Echo came out last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, or last time. Uh, Daredevil and Echo number two comes out this time around. Uh, so that's worth checking out, I think. Or at the very least, I'm going to be reading it. Um, Tiffany, what do you think? Um, Let me see. Here, hang on. Okay. Scroll. Hi, everybody. <laughs> This is we're doing it, uh, you know, like this. Uh, let's see. Ghost Rider number 15 is coming out. So I'll be grabbing that for sure. Um, World Tree number three. That's that James Tynan book. Some people are kind of cold on the first issue, um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out issue three. See, see how that's going. Um, this, is a, this is a fourth week, I realized, too. Um, but X-Men before the uh, fall uh, Heralds of Apocalypse is coming out. I'm 100 hundred percent on board for this hopefully we find out what apocalypse has been up to and why he is hasn't been present for the um genesis stuff so mm, might be an important issue or might just be a great opportunity to hopefully see some more apocalypse because we haven't seen him in a bit so that's pretty exciting for me uh let's see what else is coming out um there's that storm book uh i haven't really been reading that one but if you're interested in some more storm content that is coming out indigo children number four love this book absolutely gonna be picking that up uh it's just been a solid solid story and like i said gives you the superhero vibes without it being uh one of the big two so i, I like that a lot um and i'm sure there's a whole bunch of other things that are coming out that i'm going to be grabbing as well um but you'll find that out next week so you'll have to come back for another episode of off the rack oh good uh <laughs> good handoff and good segue to the wrap up before we get uh, going let's make sure that all the super chats have been read um, so I'm going to just go through here and take a look. Uh, ah, I like that one. Um, let's see here. Uh, ah, I, th I think I remember this one. Um, here we go. Uh, Colin Cumtree uh, says, hey, Tiff and Sal, have some money to buy more comics. I don't have to. Uh, hopefully you, uh, you continue to read books yourself. Uh, you should definitely be buying your comics. Uh, but thank you very much for the shekels. Thank you. Uh, Steampunk. I'm excited for the return of the Ultimate Universe. It's my personal favorite run of comics, and to see it come back with more stories makes me smile. Don't smile too prematurely. Uh, it's not the Ultimate Universe. We'll see what happens. I don't know if it's coming back, but we'll see. 
I assume it will. Uh, whoa, Buster Brown. Uh, Tiff's episode on On God Country made me buy it and love it. Yay! Happy to hear that. Uh, Jackson Boyd, I assume Bat Super was selling well. Haven't read because I wanted to put money towards smaller books, but I'll check this out since I was going to read it later, but I don't want to see it get canceled. It was selling horribly. I think word of mouth fixed it a lot. Um, I heard people complaining when I used to say that it was selling badly. They were like, how dare you say that? Because it was selling great. Um, just because it sells at your comic book store doesn't mean that it's selling great across the board. Right. And I have it on good authority. When I say good authority, I mean people who work at DC Comics who said the book was in the shitter in the first uh, run or two. Mm. So like it's and, and it was a great book then, too. So, yeah, no, um, I'm sure it's selling well. I actually haven't asked in a while, so I should check that out. Uh, Tevia Smolka says, uh, with Cross Spider-Verse being a success and showing Miles can be Spider-Man in his universe, will Marvel let him go home and have Peter be a dad? No, I will not do that. Uh, but because uh, we had Miles literally say he's not going back. He's not, he doesn't want to. Um, but also, they're not going to make Peter a dad. Uh, then at no time in the next 20 years. Uh, Theron Hildebrand, love you guys. Love you too, Theron. Thank you, Thank you very much. Uh, Sunbringer, hey, Sal and Tiffany uh, and everyone there. Keep up the great work and keep my love of comics alive. We'll try, man. But uh, remember, it's a two-way street. You got you to gotta love comics. You got to find comics you love, and that will keep your, your, your love for them as well. And Dex Baker with the super sticker. Thank you very much, Dex, for your super sticker. We do appreciate it, man. Uh, we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us and for putting up with us uh, and our uh, technical issues. Um, but I'm glad that we managed to live not too far away from the studio and that we were able to like just just switch it in i think that Streamyard works in a way where that whole gap that you guys experienced will not be experienced by the people who catch this on the replay so uh if not i will go in with a heavy editing uh hand and make sure that that uh, never existed so yeah. thank you all so much for being here thank you for your support thank you for super chats really really appreciate it and we'll see you guys next time with an all new episode of off the rack hey stay tuned for more if you uh, actually want to help us out more directly you can go to youtube.com slash comic pop uh slash at comic plop comic plop uh plays <laughs> uh that is our gaming channel which has just been remonetized and i'm thrilled to say that uh we are right now in the midst we're issue episode four of uh, Tiffany playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, one of my and favorite games. There are 15 episodes to that series, and it's going to be every. It comes out every. It comes out every single episode. It comes out every single day except for Wednesday okay. when Back Issues comes out. That's so uh, if you jump on board, you can watch the first four episodes and then immediately uh, get caught up and watch the rest of them. Um, it's Tiffany playing uh, playing Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, after that, it'll be Arkham Knight. Yeah. And then uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe be... we'll start streaming on YouTube. Uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. We should do it. I think, so. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Wait, wait, someone corrected their super chat. Yes, that they right. said. Uh, yeah, and I do apologize that I didn't get a get a chance to address that. But you mistyped and said keeping your love of comics alive. I'm great. Uh, uh, that's great. I'm. I'm <laughs> I am great. great. No, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, check out Comic Pop Plays. Of course, make sure to follow on twitch.tv slash Comic Pop to watch them happen in real time. Uh, but maybe we'll see uh, for how much longer. I mean, Twitch is working out great, but maybe YouTube might be a, a place for us uh, as far as streaming uh, video game content. Someone goes. said they hope I play Silent Hill one day. I did stream too because it's my favorite one. Yeah, and I ever. think that might be on the channel. If it isn't up yet, I will upload it today. Uh, it won't be out today, no. but in the meantime... Um, Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima is on there. Um, in addition to that, uh, every Arkham game except for Night is up and live on that channel. Um, what else is there? Uh, all the Spider-Man games. Look at this book, by the way. Look at this book. I have to send it back because there's something wrong with the cover, but look at this book. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're never going to show that off. No, that's true. <laughs> look at this ridiculously large Yeah, book. it would normally be the studio, but it's mine and I want to... 
I want to look at it all the time. But uh, yeah. yeah all right. That's it, everybody. Thanks for thanks for hanging around this long. Uh, you guys are the you guys are the best. Uh, thank you for being the best uh, comic book and you know what? Let's just say online community out there. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, thank you very much. Stay tuned for Chris. I think he does stuff over on his uh, live channel. We'll see you guys next time with a little new episode. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long. Bye.